Live your life worthy of the gospel of Christ. Good morning, Christian America. These are the words that Paul utters as he writes to the Philippians. The amazing part is he does it while he's in chains. He does it while he's in bondage, but he still passes on the good message of Christ. What are you passing on to your family, to your friends, to the next generation around you? What kind of messages are we leaving to the next generation as they enter into this world, as they enter into this society, ready to take their place among their peers, among those who have influence and decisions within our communities and our country? We're going to talk about that more today as we focus on the family. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American T-Shirt Company and the Christian American community. Coming to you this Friday, like we do every Friday uh, here on the podcast, to focus on the family, to focus on those that are closest to us, focus on those that we have the greatest impact over, focus on those in our immediate surroundings, because it's going to be at this level, it's going to be at that micro level where we can have influence and we can direct and we can guide and we can lead and we can shape the future of our country, the future of our nation, the future of our communities and our families. This is where it is. This is where we have the greatest impact. And today, as we focus on the family, we want to think about and we want to come to you to talk about what kind of messages uh, both that we speak and that we just live, that, that people take in with, with, that are nonverbal. What kind of messages are we uh, passing on to future generations, to those around us, our youth, our teenage youth, our young adults? What kind of excuses are we giving them or what kind of motivation are we providing for them, whether uh, it's spoken or not? And so we're coming to you today uh, to talk specifically about sending positive messages, living a positive life, regardless of the circumstance in which you find yourself. So many things around us we can't control. So many things that are out of our grasp that we just don't have uh, the ability to affect. But one thing we can always affect is we can affect our attitude. We can affect our work ethic. We can affect the words that come out of our mouths. We can affect the energy that we give off that that inhabits and affects everyone around us. And when it's a positive image, when it's a positive atmosphere, when it's a positive message, if it's a message of, of going and doing and, and, and being filled in the Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit, being a person uh, who loves Christ, who dedicates their lives uh, to Christ and to doing good works and to seek out our own meaning and our own purpose and our own path and destiny uh, that Christ has laid out for us, seeking the gifts that he's given us, that he's blessed us with and continuously striving to be a better person regardless of the situation around us. It's when we do that that we positively affect all the people that are around us. We positively affect our spouse, our children, our friends, our families, our parents, our siblings, our co-workers, everyone, everyone around us. But the opposite is also true. The opposite is also true. If you um, 
take on the the perspective of the world is after me that people are out to get me that i'm the victim that i'm being oppressed that i uh deserve so much more than what i have and it should be given to me that i'm entitled to do things to to have things and people should do these things for me if you take on that attitude that mentality it will also affect those around you it will also infect your children and your spouse and your co-workers and your parents and your siblings and they will either have a problem with that and have a problem with you because of the attitude that you portray or which was is probably even worse is that they start to develop that same attitude they would start to take on that same mindset the mindset that i'm destined for greatness but nobody's given it to me and that's the problem and so or uh what also tends to happen is that people tend to look at the situation that they're currently in from the perspective of it's somebody else's fault and and because of somebody else or because it wasn't my fault the world just has it out for me right but that's not the case and and even if you find yourself in a position that you didn't put yourself in and that position is not very good you can still have an upbeat attitude you can still have a positive aspect on life god still has a plan for you regardless of your circumstances regardless of your situation regardless of where you sit today you can have a positive effect on others around you you can bring christ to them you can bring uh, a positive personality and a positive environment you can bring the love and and compassion of christ to them in a direct manner and what paul says in philippians right so let me set the stage for you paul is writing philippians from prison okay he's locked up i don't think we know exactly where he's locked up he's either locked up in rome or he's locked up in in Ephesus right and, and he's he's doing bad he's doing bad and he's contemplating the future of himself he's contemplating the fact that he may not survive this imprisonment and but you would figure in any normal circumstance somebody would be down and out they would be uh distraught they would uh, take on the attitude that it's not worth it anymore that poor woe is me attitude and that and that he wouldn't be as upbeat and, and positive as he is but that's not the case so when paul's writing philippians he's writing in a matter that says he's winning he's winning regardless of what happens to him no matter his circumstance no matter his situation paul is winning and that's that's his mindset if i should live through this if I should live through this imprisonment, I'm going to continue to preach God's word. That means he has more for me. Christ has more for me to do, and I'm going to get out and I'm going to do it. And if I don't survive this imprisonment, even better, because Christ is calling me home. And when Christ calls me home, 
all will be good for the rest of eternity. Now, what, what type of attitude, what type of personality, what type of inspiration is Paul when he's writing these letters to the Philippians? And he's telling the Philippians, no matter, what's, no matter what problems that you have, live your life worthy of the gospel of Christ, no matter where it is. Whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I will hear about you. And that you are standing firm in one spirit, one accord, contending together for the faith of the gospel, not being frightened in any way by your opponents. Now, why did I bring that? Why does he say that? Not being frightened. He's telling the Philippians, regardless of your circumstances, you need to stand strong in the gospel. Have faith that God has a plan for you. If you're living and you're breathing on this earth right now, you are doing it because God has a purpose for you. Because when you fulfill that purpose, he's going to call you home. I'll say it again. If you are living and you are breathing on this earth right now, you have a purpose. You were put here for a reason. You weren't put here by accident. You were put here to do something for Christ. And that should give you joy. That should give you intrigue. That should give you motivation to go find out what it is. What is it that Christ put me here for? And sometimes, in order to find it, you got to go through the fire. Sometimes, you got to go through the struggle. Sometimes, you got to pick up your cross just like Christ picked up his cross and move forward regardless of the circumstances in which you you find yourself in but no matter what that circumstance is paul says live your life worthy of the gospel of christ that means stand strong in your faith do not relent and continue on to fight the good fight later on he says fight the good fight when towards his death he said i fought the good fight he says in, in Ephesians to put on the full armor of God with the breastplate of righteousness. In Romans uh, chapter 5, Paul comes out and says, through struggle, he says to glory in your struggles because struggles produce perseverance and perseverance, character, and character, hope. That means there's hope. That means Christ is leading the way. That means it ain't going to be easy, but when you finish your struggle, when you run the good race, when you fight the good fight, when you stand strong in your faith, regardless of the struggle that you have now, there is ultimate victory waiting for you. If anybody caught the speech that I gave to George Washington University the other day, that's exactly what I said. That we are called to glory in our sufferings because that's what the Bible says. And that if you continue to push forward, you will achieve what Christ has already put forth for you. That he has laid in advance, as Ephesians says. He's put in advance for you. The good works that have, that have been put in advance. And it's only then that we're going to be able to progress. Is that the message that we are giving to our children? Is that the message that we are giving to our families and our friends and our communities and our employees? One of perseverance, one of character, one of hope, one of overcoming the struggle. 
Or is it a message of self-pity, of self-doubt, of hard feelings? Is it one of victimization? My friends, the world today in 2019 loves to tell you you're not good enough loves to tell you that you're not smart enough loves to tell you that you don't have enough credentials on the wall you don't have enough initials behind your name you don't have the the tools necessary to uh, succeed within our own country there's, there's a whole population of people that say we need to we need to bring in foreign people into our countries because they they're smart they uh, know how to work they uh, have the tools necessary for the 21st century. They're the ones that are going to lead us forward. They're, they are our best attribute. They are our strength. The world loves to tell us that we're not strong enough or smart enough or, or brave enough or equipped enough or technologically advanced enough. And we can either buy into that lie. We can buy into the devil's lie that we're not good enough, and that we're and that we are sh and be ashamed of ourselves, or we can hold our head up straight and we can push our shoulders back. We can enter into the world with dignity and forthrightness, and 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 seek righteousness, and do things and achieve things that are meaningful and purposeful. We can bring Christ to people. We can bring love to people. We can bring joy to people. We can bring an attitude that this country had 50 years ago, 100 years ago. The can-do attitude. Regardless of the struggle, God's got my back. If I'm living and I'm breathing, God's got my back. If I'm standing here with two feet and I can constantly and I can still move forward, then God has a plan for me. And I'm going to do that plan. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to relent. I'm not going to bow down. I'm not going to cower down. This is the message that we need to be giving to our children. This is the message that we need to be passing on to the next generation. One of doing on behalf of Christ. Not one sitting and waiting for other people. Waiting for the government. Waiting for those quote-unquote important people to pass down whatever it is and give me whatever it is that I think that I'm entitled to. That type of mentality, that type of understanding of the future is what's driving this country down. We, as Christian Americans, need to lift this country back up. We need to lift one another back up. We need to attack the scourges that plague our nation, the scourges of self-doubt, the scourges of uh, anti-life, the scourges, everything that our country, uh, everything that that attacks Christian American values, the traditional values that this country was built upon, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, fundamental human rights, fundamental traditional family communicable communicable rights like marriage bound between a man and a woman and god these are the things that we need to fight against we can't just simply pretend that it doesn't happen we we can't just simply hang around and sit around and not do anything and say woe is me why well, guess that's just how it's gonna have to be 
It doesn't have to be that way. Christian Americans make up 70% of this country. 70% of this country, according to the polls. That means all our uh, priorities should be at the top of everyone's list, but they're not. And the reason they're not is because other because people have put other priorities ahead of God. And that is where we go wrong. So the, the message of today, ladies and gentlemen, is that the attitude and the personality and the inspiration and the motivation that we need to leave those around us with is one of spiritual goodness, one of motivation, one of getting after the things that Christ wants us to get after. Understanding the fact that God has a plan for you if you are breathing, if you are living, if you are watching this. God has a plan for you. You have to seek it out in order to achieve it. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community and the Christian American t-shirt company, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up a Christian American tea tank sweatsh- sweatshirt or hoodie. We got Christian American hats. We got Christian American coffee mugs. We got Christian American iPhone cases, Samsung cases. The Christian American clothing line, apparel line, is growing. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up something great. Nothing says that I put Christ first and the love of my country better than a Christian American tee or a Christian American hat from ChristianAmericanTees.com. Okay, so be a walking, talking billboard for Christ. Let the world know where you stand. Be unapologetic in your faith. You know, I took heat for that phrase the other day when I said being unapologetic. I mean it. Be unapologetic in your faith. Be unapologetically Christian. Be unapologetic in the fact that you put Christ first in your life. That you understand that you are here to do His will. That you understand that He died for us. That you understand that His revelation should guide our lives personally and within our family and within our community. Do not shrink from the task. Stand steadfast in your faith, as Paul says. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until next week, until Monday, be on fire for Christ. Get out there and be motivated and be blessed. Good morning, Christian America.